I'm Joyce Hornady. You might say accuracy is my business. I make bullets. You are listening to the Hornady Podcast. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hornady Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Swerzik, and today I'm joined to my left, Assistant Director of Engineering, Joe Thielen, across the table, Marketing Director, Neil Davies, and Vice President, Jason Hornady. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? Thanks for having us. Absolutely. This is a pretty particularly exciting day to be at Hornady, to be in the industry, because it's New Products Day. And typically, we will release a podcast every Thursday. That's what we've done for a year and a half now. Well, it's a Wednesday. And this is the first product, or excuse me, the first podcast that we're going to release. And we're going to do more than one today where we really take some deep dives into some of these 2024 new products. But this podcast, the one I want to talk with you guys today, is just an overview of everything we're bringing to the table. You know, innovation is something that we really pride ourselves on. And every year, whether it's a small incremental change or a huge landslide brand new product to the industry, we're always just trying to advance the industry, and the company. And we've got some really great stuff for 2024. So the way I'd like to handle this would be, let's first start with bullets. We'll talk about some of our bullet advancements that we've got for 2024. We'll see what we got for ammunition. And then we've got some other cool tools in the reloading. And uh, we've got some other stuff that doesn't really fit historically what we've done. So to set the table here, the first new product is a brand new bullet, a bullet nobody's seen before. And it is the VT bullet, the ELD VT. So, Joe, we've got a whole separate podcast that some people can find all the technical details and the design and the application that'll be releasing here today. But what are the wave tops? What is this VT bullet all about? So, it's a very aerodynamically efficient bullet that is lighter in in weight per length of the bullet. Okay, uh, is the best way I can describe it. Um, when you think of a for let's we'll just run through it here. We got a 22 caliber, 62 grain bullet. And if I would tell you guys, hey, we got a 62 grain bullet, you would already be thinking about what it looks like. Probably a shorter, you know, ogive varmint looking bullet. Well, these things think we got to get people to think match bullets because you're going to look at back. There's no way that bullet weighs 62 grains. So a very aerodynamically efficient bullet, violent expansion. So it's a, an excellent bullet for varminting. Um, match shooting, uh, reducing recoil, uh, flat trajectory, higher velocity. So the the technical part of it is we tried to design a projectile that gives you very good shape drag, mm-hmm. but it's lighter in weight so you can get more velocity out of the cartridge that you're shooting it out of. Yeah, I mean, let's tell them that the whole name is the ELDVT. So yeah. everybody's familiar with a lot of the attributes that have gone in to make the ELD bullets what they are. So heat shield tips, uh, amp bullet jackets. Jacket. Obviously held to accuracy standard that, uh, you know, is, is amazing. So now with the design of the, of the, uh, the rest of the bullet where the core is a little lighter. So we still have the same, it's a long bullet. So how long would it be if it was a conventional? So it'd be like a, like 22 would be like a 75 grain ELD match bullet. That's what it would look like. Yeah. And you'd cut the core back in there to reduce the, the weight. And Seth, I mean, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about some of the dynamics then with moving that. Uh, mass to the rear of the bullet yeah for sure so that was something that when you look at this bullet from an internal standpoint externally you'll look at it just like you mentioned you know the eld i don't know eld izing right it's got the <laughs> long ogive that all of our eld bullets have the heat shield tip the long boat tail really sleek shape well internally they have a really unique layout and we reduce the weight by cutting the lead shorter 
We still have to have a really uniform core seat. It has to be uniform. But by moving the center of gravity rearward, there's a really hard to find balance point. But once you find it, you can find a spot where that center of gravity, center of pressure relationship produces smaller dispersion. So these bullets incredibly accurate. And then there's less lead. There's a bigger air cavity in there. So for the varmint standpoint, these things come apart like a hand grenade. Yeah. It's a, a pretty kind of shock and awe, if you will, type of expansion. Yeah. So the whole, if you could boil it all down to, you can, when you're hunting or match shooting or whatever you're doing, and whether it's range estimation or wind deflection or whatever you're trying to accomplish, the old, the legacy way of trying to defeat that was to make the bullets go faster, especially in the varmint world. We're all familiar with 2250, 220 Swift, all of those. Make the bullet go faster and you reduce time of flight, wind drift, all those things. Well, now, by elegantly designing projectiles, you can do the exact same thing mm-hmm. for cartridges that don't go as fast as a 22250 or 220 Swift. So now you can get the same performance as those cartridges by elegantly designing projectiles. And I think that's a pretty cool, I mean, that's that's a pretty cool step forward. Heck yeah. Yeah. And we're all sitting here talking about basically moving the mass to the ass of the bullet, which mm-hmm. is frankly what makes that thing fly the way you want it to. It just becomes very, very stable but you did it in a sexy package that's extremely aerodynamic to begin with. So, so they shoot better. They shoot better. And they shoot very well. And they, they are, like I said, awe-inspiring. The, the amount of rapid uh, expansion that you get. Everybody likes to shoot coyotes and prairie dogs and, and dispatch them quickly. And, you know, in the world of prairie dogging, you got acrobatics going on, right? <laughs> and uh, long-range coyote hunting is a big one. But they're also, like Neil mentioned, they're held to our match accuracy standard, which means something. That's not just... Uh, marketing hype that's a legitimate standard that our bullets are held to when they're manufactured and you could shoot a these bullets are intended to have matches shot with them Mm -hmm. when the conditions yeah i mean so you've got you've got the aerodynamic advantage of having a you know in shape a long bullet 100 percent with less mass still highly accurate but now you can achieve higher velocities out of certain Mm -hmm. cartridges yeah i mean it's huge where they really shine is in cartridges that we've developed you know when you look at the prc line of cartridges the creedmoor line the arc line of cartridges uh, which we'll talk about here in a moment you have uh, fast twist rates and then you have plenty of head height to seat long bullets out but we were using traditional legacy varmint bullets so now you have a bullet that is purposefully designed for these modern advancements in design that uh, take advantage of everything we can give them. So, Joe, you mentioned the 22 cal 62. How do we round out that lineup for the launch? Uh, we have a 6 millimeter. That's an 80-grain bullet, um, specifically for the 6-arc, which mm-hmm. is a pretty cool load. Uh, 6.5, 100-grain DVT, and then a the 30 cal 174, which is a unique, I mean, it's a unique bullet. We talk about that one in the in the VT, you know, podcast. That's, yep. a, that's kind of a... And that's different one. You wouldn't, it's going to surprise people. Like there's that bullet looks weird. That's 174. Yeah. So. Right. And you wouldn't necessarily associate 174 grain bullet with varmint hunting specifically, but it's more than just varmint hunting. This thing is a long range bullet for target shooting, target shooting competitive yeah. shooting. You want to shoot a coyote with it by all means. I think Jason, you're going to get some loaded in the 300 PRC. That's my plan. Yes. <laughs> at, the, at, <laughs> at the speed of light. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. And it, and it is what what is it what, what is the bullet? It's a jug, juggernaut. It's a juggernaut. <laughs> of of all of them, that one is what what I would qualify as a juggernaut because it has such an extreme shape, very similar to our two hundred eight grain ELD match. So it has incredible drag characteristics, but then we reduce that weight so you get the velocity up. And for the record, we recommend these things for varmint hunting. This has a thin jacket. We 
no means of controlled expansion mm-hmm. and quite the opposite as a yeah, very, very un- rapid expansion yeah, so for big game hunting not the bullet for you but for uh bridging the gap of that dual use performance the new eld vt bullet is it's it's going to be a good one this year i'm excited about it yeah they're very good bullets Find the latest shirts, hats, hoodies, and accessories that you see here on the podcast and much more at HornadyGear.com. And then uh, similar to the the VT line, we have the ELD-X, which has been one of our, if not the premier hunting bullet uh, since 2015 or 16 when we launched it. And we've got a small extension kind of by popular demand, and that's a 22 cal variant. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that one. 80 grain ELDX. That'll yeah. be a, that'll be a fun one for shoot. I mean, it's a f- super flat shooting bullet. You put that in a hot rod 22, and I know they can like Texas whitetails. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of people using you know 22s, uh, 22 caliber stuff for shooting deer down there. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of culling that happens too, yeah. so makes perfect sense. 22s yeah. are legal in a lot of states, yep. just depending on what you you know yep. follow the you know take a look at what you got for energy and things like this, and stay within the uh, the realm of possibility for them, and you'll be fine. Yeah, but, but that. That bullet has shot so well for us, like in testing and development, it's pretty amazing. So I've been shooting I, that one myself personally, hand loading it, and I've it's been wow. That low development was real easy. Just pick a powder charge and go to shooting. <laughs> Jason, when we released the ELDX line, did you ever think there'd be a twenty two cal option? I never thought there would be. I you know, and when we started that whole thing, it was I want a hunting bullet you can shoot a match with, guys, and and this thing is long and sleek and sexy and and now you just need to put it in something really cool that can launch it. Yeah. You yeah. really have something. You really do. And it does take a substantial twist rate that you're not going to find in most standard Sammy cartridges. It's going to take a one and eight or faster, faster on that. Yeah. Um, but great bullet. And again, introducing that ELDX performance, the match accuracy, the terminal performance to the 22 cal world. Uh, moving on in bullets, uh, we've got a couple that I'll gloss over a little bit. Won't spend a ton of time talking about them. One of them, which is a boat-tail hollow point version, weighs 123 grains, and it's got kind of an ideal ogive shape for the 6.5 Grendel. 6.5 Grendel. Yep, and that's uh, still a, a very viable cartridge, a lot of usefulness there. Uh, and then we've got a Sub-X variant. Now, the Sub-X was designed explicitly for our subsonic line of ammunition, and with enough demand by the hand loader, Jason made the call, we're going to release the Sub-X as a reloading component, and now factory available is a 762 by 39 version mm-hmm. so it's going to be 0.3115 in diameter uh so for the ak-47 reloader this bullet a purpose built to expand below the speed of sound uh which is a pretty cool bullet now uh there's two more i want to talk about uh one is the cx so hornady released the cx just a couple of years ago and it was a big advancement in the world of monolithic bullets specifically from our GMX line. Joe, talk to us a little bit real quick, hit the wave tops of what makes the CX a superior monolithic bullet. So the first thing is the material. The material that we use, the copper alloy, it processes well, forms well, it's very accurate. It doesn't foul your barrel like pure, you know, softer pure copper. And then what we can do by manipulating the cavity to get the terminal performance, penetration, expansion, and you know, mm-hmm. diameter of wound cavities and stuff is phenomenal. And then when we put the scallop grooves in there instead of square and the heat shield tip, that just made that thing retain extra velocity downrange. And we all know this, the monolithic bullets love velocity yep. to make them work really well. So sure. now you have kind of the best of all worlds. All worlds, right. Yeah. Well, 
to advance that one further, we had an existing 185 grain bullet in the 338 diameter, and now we've got a juggernaut. So <laughs> there he is. Yeah. We've what we've done in the past with that CX line, we took a look at the cartridges that we've developed and the twist rates that are in those cartridges, and we really designed some bullets that that really took advantage of those design attributes. You've got the 190 grain 30 cal the 160 grain 7 millimeter, the 130 grain 6.5, and the 90 grain 6 millimeter. All of those are really, really long ogive bullets, sexy boat tail, really low drag. Well, we're doing that again in 338. This is a 240 grain bullet in 338 with about as long of an ogive as you can put on a bullet. So for those 338 Lapua hunters, the 338 rum guys, this is a low drag bullet that absolutely hits like a freight train. Yeah. Or if you're in a state where you're required to shoot them. Sure. This right. is a great, you know, heavy CX bullet for hunting any, I mean, any game, yeah. especially yeah. in North America, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It'll work on anything in North America. Okay. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, the last bullet, the one I kind of saved for last year was, uh, it's 2024. That means Hornady is celebrating 75 years as a company. And that's, that's pretty amazing. And so to commemorate that. We have a bullet available. It'll be in a 25 count box. It's 150 grain, 30 cal spire point. Really the bullet that started it all. It is the bullet that started it all. And, you know, in my fantasy, I was hoping to just run a promotion where we were going to sell all these bullets. that sell 100 count at the same price we sold 75 years ago. <laughs> it is impossible. Um, <laughs> but this 25 count will retail for about $6.99. So it's a pretty good value. It's about um, 20% cheaper than our normal stuff would be. Just something kind of fun to do to commemorate 75 years of, of us doing this. And, and um, it, again, I'm sorry we can't quite get that price back to the 1949 <laughs> price. Yeah. Um, You'd be wrapping a few dollars around each box. Yeah, we would. No but uh, but this box is a little different. It has a UPC code on it and a part number, which we didn't even have part number 75 years ago. Yeah, it was just wow. in a box. So um, kind of fun. Just yeah. something, especially for all the guys who like to collect stuff, you know, something to put on your shelf. Yeah, yeah, and this back packaging. Exactly. You know. I was going to bring that up. Well, think of the guys out there that are going to go buy some, hunt with them, and ha and keep part of them, and then have their Euro mount or whatever with a, these are the bullet. That's yeah, going to be, that's, that's be cool. I'm just sure. something fun to do. Yep. But definitely the bullet that started it all. Part numbers. This one is 3031, and it's got a uh, 3031, I think, 332. Dash, nope, it's 3031. 331. Oh, it is. Dash 75, yeah. Oh, dash so. 75. Yep. So. That's cool. And it is like kind of an out-of-the-box collector's item, but it... You know, it's hard to believe that Hornady did ten thousand dollars worth of business in nineteen forty nine as a mail order. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like you mail mentioned, order. no UPC, no nothing, just mail order, and that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, let's shift gears a little bit from bullets to ammunition. You know, Hornady is a bullet company. That's that's what we do. Nobody makes bullets like we do from a manufacturing standpoint, from a design, from an innovation standpoint. But our ammunition is world class as well. Before we dive into all of our new ammo, we have to talk about the new cartridge, the 22 arc. <laughs> and Joe, I'm looking at you because I know you've been shooting this cartridge for a couple of years. But <laughs> so uh, talk to us about what the 22 arc is and what are the advantages? So for me, I grew up out west shooting coyote, hunting coyotes. And I cut my teeth on a 22-250. And I think all of us around this table and a lot of people out there would agree Twenty-two two fifty with a fifty-five grain bullet is like the golden standard or yeah. the measuring stick for varmint hunting, especially when it came to predator hunting. So, if we could, the longer the short is, if we could design and build bullets and put them in a cartridge to deliver 
22250 performance in an AR15 platform you why would you not use it yep. i mean it's i got a couple of them and use it for a year it's awesome so i i really think that should resonate or will resonate with our customers so in a nutshell seth mm-hmm. that is what that little cartridge is you can take an AR15 platform put a 62 grain ELDVT in there that we just talked about and you have a 22250 in your AR that's so, i mean think of the applications night hunting prey dog hunting shooting targets Match, whatever, whatever yeah. you match shooting, whatever you would like to do. Overall, just fun to shoot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the first time right. I shot it, I'm I, I likened it to the first time you shoot the seventeen HMR, and I've used that reference yeah. in, in some meetings before. Where one. you shoot the seventeen, you look at it like, oh, okay, cool. I've been shooting a twenty-two my whole life, and then as soon as you shoot it, you go, oh, I get it now. That's, it's fast. It's flat. It's accurate. There's no recoil. You watch. It's just amazing. That was my first experience with the 22 arc. And you mentioned that. I mean, the thing is, is when you shoot a 22-250 at Prairie Dogs, you very rarely mm. actually get to see your own impacts on, on a 22-250. With this, you get to watch the whole thing yourself. You're not looking for feedback. You're still on the target. And it's a pop-pop instead of a uh, pop, shook, shook, you know, yeah. get on yeah. him, try yeah. to find him. This is instant fun, instant feedback. Yep. And yeah, I mean, if you're getting 22-250 performance from America's rifle, the AR-15 platform, I mean, that's oh, it's a that's the goal, right? So, I mean, we fu- we've achieved that. We've achieved it, and it I hasn't mean, been done before, and it's, no. it's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's been advertised before. We've seen some other cartridges come out and claim similar performance, and they just failed to deliver. And, again, this is a whole separate podcast where we really dive into what mm-hmm. the 22 arc is and its design and its comparisons to what's on the market now. So. I'll be on the lookout for that 22 arc podcast if you want more information. But it is, yeah, that AR yeah, 15, it's equally at home in a bolt gun. Yeah. Oh, sure. 100%. But it's a Grendel. I mean, if you want to run over the highlights, it's a yeah. Grendel base case. So if you have a six arc or a Grendel, it's the same magazines, same blower, same everything. It is literally, you could change your barrel, but I mean, it's easier. Obviously, we just change an upper, but same bolt, bolt carrier. Um, it operates at the same pressure as like 6.5 Grendel or six arc. It's the same length. Um, it's, it's just really forgiving and trajectory when you're hunting varmints. You don't always have enough time to take, you know, get a good range, range yes. reading, yeah. particularly at night. I mean, it's just, and it anchors them. Like yeah. a 22250 has been known to do, it just anchors it them. It anchors them. And then what I like about it in the AR-15, like a 5.56, but it's better, your follow-up shots enable to see your shot when you're, sh- let's say a running mm, target, yeah. you know, you've already dropped one and now you've got two more taken off. Your follow-up shots and seeing your splash so you can get those yeah. secondary and third coyotes down. and that really lends itself joe to the match application which we haven't talked 100%. about a lot uh you've got all those design attributes that we talked about that make it an awesome cartridge in general and we've talked about the varminting in the precision rifle world low recoil you got to spot your own hits and misses you have to see where that bullet went to make your correction uh and then it's got a twist rate a one in seven yeah. twist rate this is what we recommended to sammy or submitted to sammy rather and so you've got enough twist rate to load load any bullet you want in it. Our ninety grain A tip. Yeah, great uh, choice if you're going to be shooting uh, gas gun division or something like that. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yep. Right. But think of it. Think of it in like a, a a training scenario. I mean, we talked a little bit about that maybe yeah. the other day. But now a you have gun. a now you have a little twenty two that burns very little powder. It's inexpensive to shoot. You can build it on the same platform as your match match rifle, and loading it with those eighty eights and ninety grain bullets, you have the same trajectory if you so choose to shoot a six mil or whatever in your full-on race gun mm-hmm. now you can shoot one of these you got the same trajectory so now all you're practicing is the same my wind holds my come-ups all of those things yep and because it operates at 
a lower pressure because it's a grindle-based case. It operates less than 52,000 pounds. So barrel life is going to be pretty significant when compared to those traditional 22 cal hot rods. Exactly. Yeah. When you look at 22 Creedmoor, 22, 243, um, any of those. 22, 250, 220 Swift. They're all pretty tough on throats. Right. So that's the 22 arc. And again, we have a whole separate podcast out there for you guys to dive in and get all the technical details on that one. Um, But we've got to round that out with ammunition. And we talked about the VT bullet, brand new bullet for 2024. Let's talk about the V-match line of ammo, because if you're going to have a bullet, as awesome as the VT, you better have a line of ammo for it. That's exactly right. Yeah, and we, we, we once the VT came out, we, we sat around and kind of hemmed and hawed about what we were going to do because it just doesn't really fit in one of our existing lines, and it, it warrants its own line of ammo. So came up with the V-Match concept, developed packaging, and now we're going to offer that uh, ELD VT bullet exclusively in the V-Match yeah. ammunition And line. that's, I guess, a good point, uh, kind of a peek behind the curtain for our consumer is there it wasn't oh yes, we have to have it. There was a little back and forth and a little conversation about, sure. do you put it in Varmint Express? Do you put it in Match? Do sure. you put it in Black? Do you put it, and there was not a guarantee that we were going to have a new line of ammunition, but I think. It's its own animal. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. And yeah, it's a, from a manufacturing standpoint, it's a lot easier if you could just use existing stuff. But in the end, like I said, it warrants its own product line because it is unique enough to where it doesn't fit within you know the parameters of everything else that we have in the lines. It is, and and we just need to call it out so that everybody understands what it is. And and I was the one who was the most resistant, I think, to putting it in a new line, just because we have a lot, and and every once in a while it gets a little over overbearing. But hey, basically what happened is the marketing guys wore me down to put it all in a new (laughs) in a new line. If you want to get real technical, that's how this happened. And by marketing guys, he means you and I. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what. Well, mission accomplished. And I, I mean, the VT stands for varmint target. So if you put it in Varmint Express, I think you lose out on some of its match application yeah. and vice versa. You put it in match. So the V-match line of ammo, and we've got several SKUs because we have several bullet options. The first, we're going to maybe start from the bottom up. The 22 arc has to go in here with that 62 grain bullet doing 3,300 feet per second from a 24-inch barrel. And pretty much how the VT bullets came to life was Joe's messing around with this and moving the mass to the ass in the 22 arc that I didn't know that he'd made. So, well, uh, I made the 22 arc. Jay, don't pin the, all the VT mass in the ass with me. That was Quinlan did some of that. Yeah, so. Jason, you'll have to listen to the VT podcast because I don't want to listen to the VT podcast because I'm just going to find out how much you guys are doing without well, me knowing. Well, Jay, Jaden Jay started did, doing these in 2014 or 15. Oh, yeah. God. When we still had the AMAX. Uh, so we were playing around with that. But the 22 arc at 3,300 feet per second, that's how you get that 22,250 type performance. Sure. It's not going quite as fast at the muzzle. But we have a significantly more advanced bullet to hold on to that velocity. So downrange, you end up with flatter trajectory, less wind drift, more energy retention. Um, and it fires from an AR-15 Exactly. Yes. You know, we can't lose sight yep. of that. that that's 100%. a big difference. So moving up in the, in the V-match line, the next is the 6mm arc. And that was one that we didn't have a varmint line of ammo for. And at least me working in the outdoor rider space, I got a ton of requests for can you load me some 87 grain V maxes, 75 mm-hmm. V maxes, something? And uh, that why, was that was at the we top. Of, well, that was at the top of the request every year. And we just the six arc is a modern designed cartridge like all of them, and we just we didn't have a really good fit. You can put a 75 or an 87 grain V max in there, and you can get it to work, but it's not not perfect. ideal. Yeah. yeah, it's not the best that you can do. And I don't know. We're we like to do things 
how we think are the best, you know, the best way or the right way to do it for the customers and consumers and users out there. So yeah, just because you can stuff a bullet in it doesn't mean it, that you should. Sure. And, sure. And you put the right one in there, and and our customer gets that. They they like it when we're doing that kind of stuff. Putting in a, I mean, heck, we could have put a whole bunch of different things in it. And yeah, the, the arcs are unique and cool, and and they should have purpose built bullets. They should, and we have yes, yeah, some of the best innovation out there to do it. So from six arc. Now you go six Creedmoor. Now this is one that I'm personally pretty uh, compelled to like because we have a Varmint Express line and the VMAX is a great bullet, but I love to shoot stuff far away and I hate to miss things, although I do a lot of it. And when you have (laughs) a bullet with this type of efficiency and you have a cartridge designed for precision, you're going to hit what you're aiming at more often. Yeah, the six Creed with the 80 in it is going to be a laser beam. Yep. Like you will be holding hair at 400. Mm -hmm. It's a going to get there in a hurry yep so that one was awesome i was excited about that and then uh the six five creedmoor another similar to the six creedmoor a natural fit for a bullet like this we have the twist rate we have the head height just as well do a, a v match offering there and for the match shooter this is a, a pretty cool one in the six creedmoor and the six archer great as well but in the six five creedmoor a lot of the reason the precision rifle guys have gone to six millimeters is for recoil reduction and you'll win the match inside of a thousand yards every time. So, am I really worried about 12, 13, 14, 1500 yard performance? Maybe a little bit, but certainly inside of a thousand yards or a half a mile, I can really make up a lot of ground there. And with the 6.5 Creedmoor with the V match, you have a significantly lighter bullet, 100 grains, going to get to the target quick, but it's going to bring your recoil down mm. to what a lot of the 6 Creedmoor guys are shooting with 110 grain bullets. It's a 100 grain bullet. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It- and everybody has a 6.5 six, Creedmoor. They yeah. sure do. That's yeah. what I was getting ready to yeah. say. It so. gives you another super high performance offering to shoot out of your sick. You don't have to change anything. Just yeah. get the ammo. Take and your deer it. rifle and whatever. Now yep. you're ready for coyotes. Yep. I mean, we had it with the Varmint Express, but just this is a new option with the right. with the brand new uh, VT bullet and the V and the V match line. Right. Easy. And the last line or the last uh, skew in the V match line, one that hasn't really been serviced in the industry really, is a specific lightweight Varmint option for the 6.5 Grindle. Yeah, I think that kind of will be a sleeper, personally. I think, oh, I think yeah. it's going to be fun. I, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I've got a couple of them, and I'm ready to light yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that's, that's you, can, you can tell that the, you know, Jason's excited about it. Obviously, the 6.5 Grindle is a great cartridge. There's AR-15 application mm-hmm. is awesome, but I feel like the 6.5 Grindle was perhaps on kind of a downward trend simply because it was a lot of heavy or moderate for weight bullets, um, or moderate for diameter bullets, and it kind of stifles the cartridge a little bit. You don't get, you know, you're getting really? 2,500, 2,600 feet And that's all you had. Yep. Well, now or, with this, you know, light for shape bullet, you get increases in muzzle velocity, flatter trajectory, and uh, I think that's going to, air quote, save, not that it needed saving, but it's going to breathe some new life into the 6.5 Grindle yeah, world so for too. sure. Yeah, sure. And the Grindle's kind of the, the stepfather of the arcs, really. Yeah. I mean, when you sure. think about it, it's um, it's all based off the 762 by 39 originally, originally, mm-hmm. but it, it really is kind of the father of the arcs and gosh dang, we got to give it some respect, right? Yeah. So it just breeds it. some, some different life into it now. Yeah. You get a new yep. option. Yep. That's, it's been kind of underserved in that varmint hunting world. So it now has. it's got something that can be capable of doing that. What are you estimating we're going to get for velocity? Cause we haven't made that bullet yet. Well, we've made a few, but you haven't messed with the velocities on these. We Where have, do you think it's going to be? We have not, but I mean, you're running... Well, you're running the one, two, threes out of there. Oh, we we're getting serious. We're getting the book out. Oh, boy. It's getting real. Sorry, Joe. We can let you 
No, that's fine. I'm here. I'm there. So, I mean, in our handbook loading data, we're in the, the 2650, 2700-ish. Out of an 18? Out of a... Uh, 18. 18. So we're looking at maybe 2,800, something like that. or what I was Yeah, thinking. that's what I was thinking, 2,800 out of a 24-inch test barrel. But I mean, you think about that performance, 100 grain rolling out of your Grendel now with a high BC at yeah. 2,700, well, 2,800 out of your little AR. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. And uh, traditionally, you're looking at 2,450, 2,500 from that same from barrel. From an AR, yeah. yeah. So it's a significant advancement Talking there. a couple hundred feet per second at least. That's going to be awesome. Yes, it is. Yeah, obviously we're excited about the V-Match line of ammo. We'll have a separate podcast out today about the V-Match line as a whole. Utilize your space your way with the modular Hornady Security Square Lock Organizing System. Mount the Square Lock panels anywhere in your home or shop. Then attach the wide assortment of Square Lock accessories to securely store firearms, tools, gear, or any other valuables in any possible configuration. Keep your reloading bench or gun room organized with the Square Lock Modular Organizing System from Hornady Security. Now we can kind of move into some line extensions. You know, we're always trying to round out the existing product lineup to give the consumer more options, better options, specific options to meet their needs. And with a new cartridge, you're going to have some new offerings. So the first one, you know, are I hear it called this all the time. I know you guys have too, the Hornady White Box Match Ammo. And uh, I don't know what the connotation is supposed to mean, but that's what people refer to it as at matches and stuff. But it has become the standard in match ammunition as far as factory loaded stuff goes. really has. And it yep. honestly has hurt some of our reloading component sales, <laughs> which is a good problem to have because the bullets are going regardless, but uh, it, it really has hurt some of our reloading sales. So well, that's a, I mean, a, a, a good point. And I know you, you say it jokingly, but I know you mean that also in seriousness that the ammo quality has become so good that there are less people reloading that bullet because the ammo just flat shoots. And time. People time just don't time. have enough time. time. But yeah. dad got a letter from a customer the other day, and it was on a 6.5 Creedmoor, and he was a precision reloader. And he was talking about how he was shooting about two and a half, you know, 250 on his groups, uh, two tenths, two and a half tenths. And um, he, he bought a box of our ammo, shot it, and he got 250. Well, he basically, he kind of chewed dad out about for making your stuff is so good that I've been wasting time. And my buddy yeah. looked at me and said, why are you handloading that? You can't do better. And, <laughs> and, and we call, all kind of chuckled about it. The, the guy was really nice in the end, but he was basically giving dad a hard time about our ammo is so accurate. This match ammo is so good <laughs> that you have wasted all my time when I was reloading. But take that. Please keep compliment. buying bullets too, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to, to continue to round out that match line of ammo, the 22 arc, the 88 grain. ELD match bullet now available in 22 arc in the match line, and that is that's a heavy hitter in 22 cal. Sure, if you're gonna shoot, if you're gonna shoot steel matches, that is the one. That's the skew you would want. To Absolutely, start, to start or, with. Yeah, PRS gas mm-hmm. gun division or long range 100%. stuff. And an important note, which we talk about uh, in the 22 arc podcast separately, is that bullet is available in 224 Valkyrie factory match ammo. But the difference is that this is doing nearly 150 feet per second faster muzzle velocity despite operating at 3,000 pounds less pressure than the 224 Valkyrie. So it's just an efficient, more efficient, efficient design. Yep. And with that bullet doing at the muzzle 2,820 feet per second, that is, that's, that's, that's a big that's bullet going, yep. going quick. So uh, moving on now to our black line of ammo, uh, I want to continue to talk about the 22 ARC. And we've got several extensions in the black line, uh, one of which, the 22 ARC, 
And Joe, talk us through the bullet selection for 22 arc in the black line. Yeah, well, normally people are used to put the hollow puts in there, but we really we we had to put the 75 ELD match because if you if you look at the I'm going to call it the weight to performance ratio with 22 arc and a 75, it's just that cartridge. That's probably the cartridge's peak efficiency okay. is with that weight of bullet. So the the speed trade off versus the aerodynamics of your projectile that one is just magic so we kind of i don't know we kind of pushed jason's back hey we really ought to put this ELD match in the black line because it works so well i mean mm-hmm. that's just the truth of the matter yeah muzzle velocities out of a 24 inch barrel nearly 3100 yeah it's over 3000 feet per second i mean that's just that is a laser beam. laser beam. Yeah, a laser beam. <laughs> that actually makes the laser beam sound when you shoot it <laughs> <laughs> if we could make a bullet do that we would we would sell a lot more. <laughs> yeah, but we're still so we're still so backordered on bullet cams. I don't know that we'll ever catch up. <laughs> You're probably right on that. One. So anyway, that's why we had to do that one. It's just a it's a super high performance round in the black line. Yep, it is, and that really that rounds out our 22 arc ammo offerings. Is the 62 grain VT and V match, the 88 grain ELD match, and then the 75 ELD match in our black line. So continuing with our black line of ammunition, uh, a new cartridge for us. You know, there's a couple firearms manufacturers that kind of set the industry on fire a short time ago and now we're servicing that ammunition 5.7 by 28 which that was jason has been telling us to get that done for a while yeah it's been a long time coming and some of the stuff that's been out there has just not been to the quality that we would ever let go through our guns and so it's time it's time for us to get that thing figured out and so we're going to actually have two offerings i know it's not necessarily the black thing we're talking about but we're gonna have the black and a 40 grain VMAX, which is the traditional bullet that we've been mm-hmm. making for a whole bunch of other people. So we wanted to make sure we had that offering. We're also going to have one for critical defense. So for all those handguns, we have a real kick-ass bullet um, for that close upfront personal defense type yep. type stuff. And there's a lot of guys carrying all well, the FNs and the Rugers and, and that kind of stuff for personal mm-hmm. defense. So mm-hmm. home, um, defense. Couldn't, home, yeah, home defense couldn't help but do that. Yeah, and it's it's great for up close and personal, but that bullet's not going to go through drywall. 100%. Yeah, it's going to just come apart. So, yeah. and, cra- it is, and cracking the nut on this product was, it took a while. It's yeah. taken a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To do it right. Yeah. yeah. And just because we're talking about it, the, the issue is we had to find a way to coat the cases because the inherent design of the 5.7 is a straight taper. There's nothing that helps it eject from a chamber. It isn't technically the absolute best designed cartridge ever. No. But, but if people are going to use it, we're going to come up yeah. with a solution and, and make it the best one we can come up with. Yeah. So, that was the issue is co- coming up with the best. Yep. So, anyway. And then now offering that premier, I mean, critical defense, is it yeah. owns personal protection ammo. It, it will set the standard for We're, anybody using a 5.7 for that application. Absolutely. That, oh, is, that is the load you want if you yep. are 100%. home defense personal protection. Yep. Hands down. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, continuing down through the black line then, the 300 blackout with a 110 NTX. Hmm. Um, NTX bullet, um, we've had that in the lineup now for, gosh, there's been, I don't know, 15 years to uh, like yeah that, it's been a while years. yeah i remember uh, millard worked on them originally so it's yeah. been a while 10 or yeah 10 12 years I yeah. suppose. so the First. ntx uses a, a a copper and tin powder compressed into a pellet to use as a bullet core so this is a yep. non-traditional expanding bullet ntx so for the varmint hunters using the supersonic 300 blackout maybe for coyotes or something like that a 110 grain bullet supersonic and lead free <laughs> so california or just if you want to be lead free in general um, that's a good option there. 
And then uh, sticking with that lead-free mentality, 7.62 by 39. Joe, talk to us about the 111-grain Monoflex. It is badass, by the way. I'm yeah, just going to add some color like, commentary. Well, I know that's Joe's question. Yeah, regardless of, of, of you know material that's used in the bullet, it is a heck of a bullet. It yeah. is. The, well, and the part that I forgot there was the Monoflex SBR. Yeah, that's that's the it's for the it's for the AKs. Yep. Yeah, it is, and it is an awesome for people that have those and are going to use them for hunting, plinking, whatever you want. If you're going to use, if your bullet requires terminal performance for any type of hunting you're doing with it, this is the load that you mm-hmm. want to use. Yeah, it's cool. Yep, and that Monoflex SBR has a big frontal area, big knee plat, so that at those reduced velocities from the short barrels, going to get consistent expansion every time and great penetration. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a big one. Yep. Be perfect for hog hunting. Yeah, oh, undoubtedly. And it's got that large air cavity. It's it's filled with our uh, tip material, so it, it's 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 not going to clog like you would if it was a hollow point. Mm-hmm. But man, they open up and drive deeply. And even if you're not shooting it subsonic or SBR, excuse mm-hmm. me, SBR style, I, like you said on the critical defense, this is going to be the standard for the seven six two. If you want terminal performance, yeah, period. I mean, it's it is that good. Yeah, yep. we put that same innovation and process that we put into products like the ELDX and the SST and all of our other bullets, and we put it into uh, particularly the 762 by 39 in this example, that even though, you know, there's people used to shooting the, you know, steel case FMJs, there's a premium option out there. Yeah, we built this with hunting. I mean, let's just face it. We built this with hunting in mind. That's what we did. Mm -hmm. All right. For the last uh, skew in our black line for for 2024, the 350 Legend, which is a cartridge that that, uh, in... Everywhere east of us has become widely, widely popular. What's what do we got new that makes this the the black line offering? We just put a a lighter weight um, interlock, the same high quality interlock bullet in it for anybody a little bit less recoil. Still great. I mean, 150 grain bullets have been killing a lot of deer for a long time for Hornady since 1949. That's exactly right. So that's what we were trying to accomplish there is just a, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but no, just an economical, um, high performance. Uh, it kind of helps, helps round out the black line as well. But yeah, you've got it, something now that'll work. And it's not, the 350 Legend isn't just used for hunting applications. People no. are using it for all sorts of things. So right. it's a great choice for many different endeavors. The only other affordable option out there from one of our competitors happens to be in an FMJ. And FMJ isn't good for anything other than just flat out plinking. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to have something that was a multi-purpose opening price point, affordable, um, fun shooter yeah. for the, the legend. And so that's, that's kind of why we wanted to do it. And and so putting it in the black line, because there are guys with ARs out there in the legend and, and guys with a lot of the single shots and different stuff. And it yeah. just, that's kind of where the home needed to be, but very affordable 350 legend, um, you know, standard bullet. Awesome. Well, uh, shifting gears then, we talked about the CX bullet and that new 338 diameter, 240 grain bullet. You have to put that in ammunition. So we've got in our custom line, 338 Lapua, Lapua. with that 240 grain CX. That is, that's gonna, that's, that's some authority. Yeah, you can shoot what, like we said with the bullet, now you put it in Lapua. <laughs> You can still shoot whatever you want with it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to carry a Lapua out in the field, we're going to have an option for yeah. you. Yep. I've yeah. seen people do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. oh, yeah. That's a freight train. That's what yeah. that one is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's hard to stop a train and 240 grains of CX behind the, or in front of a Lapua. That <laughs> goes through a lot of that's media. That's a handful. A lot of media. Now, we've got a couple handgun offerings that round out our new 2024 uh, ammunition, one of which the American Gunner, which has been a really popular line of ammo for us. Uh, we're doing a 10 millimeter auto. 
with a 155 grain XTP bullet. So, uh, what's new about that, and what what was the push to do another 10 millimeter? That's just, that is a standard full house 155 grain 10 millimeter load. Mm-hmm. For, there's a lot of guys shooting 10 millimeter out there. XTP bullet. And just, yeah, the it tried and true XTP, but yep. the biggest thing driving it's a this is a full house 10 millimeter load. So it's the well, with 1,300 feet per second, whatever it is, it's fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's been a whole bunch of new guns and developed or, or introduced in the last 12 months. So um, we wanted to have, again, something that was a little bit more on the affordable side. Mm-hmm. And the 155 is a lot nicer to shoot than the 180 is all sure. day long, just calling it what it is. Yeah, so. pistol caliber carbine yeah, with a little one. bit lighter weight, a little yep. bit more economical price. And then I think, uh, you know, Springfield with all their pistols, now you can get almost any variation of a 1911 in 10 millimeters. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rounding that up is awesome. And then the last one for us in ammo, Handgun Hunter. And I was a little, I questioned this one a little bit when I first saw it as a new product months and months ago, uh, but a 45 auto in the Handgun Hunter with the Monoflex. Joe, what's this load all about? Well, that one is, we, we need a uh, Monoflex projectile in 45 ACP. We don't, yeah. we don't have an offering that helps those customers that are in places where they have to shoot um non-lead projectiles and that's what this is so yep and it it's i mean it's going to be a a high performance load in a in a 45 auto that, plus p plus p it yeah you you got to try to get it i mean you now you're talking a non-lead bullet so it's a little longer we just we needed that couple extra thousand psi to to get that bullet moving yeah and those monometal bullets need velocity to get them to work right but sure you know for folks in california particularly where you know they they do a fair amount of pig hunting and things like that. If a, yeah. if a guy's got a 45, this this makes him uh, legal out there for what they're doing. They, uh, but then again, all over the country, if you're going to use a 45 or something. Yeah, why would you choice. not put this in it? Sure. Yeah. And in California, technically, you're not allowed to have leaded ammunition in your pistol on any public land. So we needed to have an option for those guys and think about how many 45s there are out there. Mm, I, oh yeah. I yep. wish we knew, you know, mm. and a ton. Right. The Hornady Auto Charge Pro. Providing precise, customizable powder dispensing in an easy-to-use, space-saving unit. The new modernized load cell is precise to within 0.1 grain. The AutoCharge Pro offers customizable trickle speeds for various powder types, as well as custom trickle time settings. With a smaller footprint than competing brands, the AutoCharge Pro still offers a large powder capacity hopper. The AutoCharge Pro from Hornady. Well, let's shift gears in entirely. We're going to jump uh, to uh, some security stuff. And, you know, Hornady Security, a, a growing line. I'm glad we have this in our lineup. And now we've really got some premium, premium, big safes in the Hornady Security line. Yeah. And that is a brand new for this year, the Mobilis Modular Safes. Talk to us about what, what this modular safe uh, brings in comparison to maybe our Snap Safe modular line. You know, what we're doing here is we're trying to just give guys who want higher end, uh, more innovative technology um, in a safe, in their security. And, and these things are sharp looking. If you see them, they are sharp. And the they color got, stay. The Yep. Giant oh. handles on them. Great locks. It's got um, a digital lock. But one of the cool features on this is it's got our square lock. And our square yeah. lock is our organization system that we're putting in safes. We're putting in cabinets. We're doing wall panels. And some of the things you can do with square lock in these safes is really cool. And if you haven't seen the drawers that are in there, yeah. and if you look at everybody's safe out there, mine included, um, you have stuff that's just kind of crap. 
Yeah, Square it, Lock is like the James Bond organization system yeah. for your security product. It's yeah. pretty slick. And Magazines and muzzle brakes and yeah. silent suppressors, and everything. Just yeah. everything, yeah. And the guy, our guy is somewhat OCD about his gun space. Is that fair? I mean, yeah. you know, we all have our stuff all organized and tidy, and then you get into a gun safe and it, like, Chaos, vomits. Yeah. It vomits, yeah. And so this <laughs> whole system- like your kid's closet. When yeah, it does. Door. <laughs> it does. It does. And so this just gives you a whole different array of options on organization. Um, the other thing is it, it is a modular safe. So you can put that security wherever you want it. And one of these, the big one, is six feet tall. It'll fit Joe. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, we can put a Joe in there. Yeah. But you can take that six foot tall safe and put it in your basement without having to have 22 guys help you and damage the drywall getting it in and out. Mm-hmm. And the even cooler part is you sell your house. You can unassemble it and take it with you, right? Mm-hmm. You know how many people get free safes when they buy a house because oh, nobody yeah. wants to move a miles? 100%. Yeah. So it, 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 it is a neat series of safes. It, it is really something cool to see. So yeah. I'm really proud of the way they turned out. I am too. Having, having you know, looked at these, I like the color stay, the handle color, the organizational system. You mentioned about opening your safe. I had my safe open in my office this morning and it was like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And, and with the square lock system, what I like about that is... You can get some horizontal storage if you wanted to on this bigger safe, for example. You could put some horizontal gun storage on the back of the wall of the safe, which is really cool. You can get your handguns organized appropriately and then all the auxiliary equipment, like we talked about, that just you can put a home. Yeah, it's completely modular. You can configure it the way you want to. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but I guess it will. But Square Lock system is also available. So if you want to deck out a basement room or a vault room or anything yeah, like reloading that you area. can use these panels and put them up and then take advantage of all the accessories that we have to include shells and and uh rifle mounts and pistol mounts and even the drawer system which is really cool but there's yeah. a lot of things to take advantage of there and the other one don't forget is a document holder yeah. i mean everybody puts Honor their wills yes. whatever titles they have suppressor if you paperwork. have suppressor paperwork you're going to put that in there just whatever and instead of having it just kind of tucked underneath magazines or whatever is in your safe and we're organizing this thing really well yeah. so but the the mobilis is a is a fantastic new option a new addition to the hornady security line again it, it's modular you can disassemble it you can assemble it it's going to ship to your house it's going to be dropped off near the front of your house so then you can take it inside your house you don't have to hire people to do that work for you if you don't mm-hmm. want to um, it's got an electrical outlet inside of there so you can use oh, things that's like really a dehumidifier cool. and things lit. like that yeah. yeah you open it up and it's like ah with yeah. lights yeah so how do you get the music <laughs> yeah we'll have to record. we'll work on that after we get the laser beam sound out of bullets yeah, yeah that's right it'll be next yeah well i'm really excited about the mobilis line and then like neil mentioned the square lock we came out with those panels last year so for the reloading room the gun room the garage whatever just all kinds of storage options and we are adding to those storage options with different racks and document holders and hooks and stuff we've got some more options this year just to continue to one to show our commitment to that square lock it's inside the safe you can have a whole room wrapped in it. It's just super convenient. So, guys, check that out if you haven't already. And then moving on to uh, kind of a product, or excuse me, reloading tools. Yeah. God, can't forget this one. So, yeah, that's um, for sure. The reloading tools is something that reloading is fun and cathartic and enjoyable. And sometimes it's a job. And so, anything that you can do to make it funner, easier, quicker, faster, more precise, it just saves you a little bit of time or effort or you know, mind power energy, um, is great. And so we've only got one new reloading tool for this year, but it's a pretty darn cool one. It's the click adjust 
bullet seeding micrometer. So Joe, talk us through what separates this from our current micro-adjust micrometer. What's new with the click-adjust? So this one is honest. It gives you honest one-minute audible, or sorry, one minute. I'm thinking scope. Yeah, hey. I was, I was <laughs> yeah. speeding up. I was going to a scope, and you were all looking at me funny. What is well, it's, it's, it's a scope it's, turret. When it, you grab it, it feels like a scope turret. That's why I was getting ready. That's why I was thinking minutes. But when you click it, it feels like a scope turret, but it is honest one thousandths. Yeah per click adjustments. So I've been using this thing for a few months now, loading literally probably 1,000, 2,000 rounds. And what I like about it is if you have the, number one, you can take it on and off any die. But number two, if you are loading within the same cartridge, 6.5 Creedmoor, and you're loading two different bullets. So let's pick on 140s and 153s because I load those. You have the numbers and everything on here. You can literally return to the seating depth. You don't, We've all done it where you're like, oh, I'm going to turn my die down and you move it so much and then you seat one too deep. Well, that round's too deep. Fowler over there. Now you don't have that. You just jot down your numbers in your little notes. Mm -hmm. You can return with different bullets and it's awesome. Or another thing that's cool, when you first get it out of the box, there's no more guessing. You can seat your first round long, measure it with your caliper. I'm a hundred thousandths long. Guess what? Right now. hundred clicks and you're done. So you're talking about being fast and efficient. Yeah, yeah, it's um, been great. I've used uh, some of the prototypes for a long time, and man, it, it's I the really, easy for that. I really like it. And when we started this project, we one of the things we said to the guys who were working on it, I want it to feel like a Mark IV turret, which is the original sniper loophole you know, yep. setup that when I worked at another scope company, we could never imitate that, and it drove me nuts. And we actually even talked to the guys at Loophole about this, and they helped us out on it. So, oh, wow. Yeah, kind of a neat neat sidebar. Yeah, I mean, it's very tactile. You know what, you know, you can feel it. Yeah, and when it adjusts, it's there. It's not going to move around. Yep, you can feel it and you can hear it. Yes. And and you're not going to need to worry about being able to wear this thing out. How many revolutions did they do on the... 6,000. Well, yeah, that was travels. Revolutions, I don't have how many. Yeah. Thousands, but it was one travel was in and back and we did 6,000 complete travels Mm. in and out, which is... I don't know how many revolutions. No one will ever do that. That's like ever five lifetimes. Yeah, (laughs) and that's a stainless steel ball bearing and a a centered metal shaft uh, with a spline on it for the index. Yep, Yep. Uh, fits uh, fits on any of our dies, and we're selling it um, on dies and. Right now, it's just going to be offered just as it is, so you can put it on any of the dies you have. Um, We're working on a couple different sets that. Now Joe's told everybody what our new products for next year are, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's, yeah. well, it's a cool product, and it, it would cool. be a shame not to include it in the future. For right now, uh, in 2024, if you've got a set of custom-grade New Dimension dies or a set yep. of match-grade dies from Hornady, we'll thread right in and replace whatever uh, seating adjustment screw you have, whether that be the original micro-adjust or the one or that comes installed part. on the die. Yeah, and this, I haven't really looked at it lately, but we did do, we incorporated the wrench flat, so that's good. Yep. Yeah, just so when you put it on your die, you can yeah. give it a little extra. Drink I haven't it. had it, I haven't had my prototype come loose yet, but that was one thing Jason's like, just for the cost of putting them on there, just put them yeah. on there. But so these are the good. advancements that happen when people use some of these prototypes and, mm-hmm. and yeah, and then you 100%. see what you need to yep. do to improve them. Right That's on. good. Well, our last new product that we're going to talk about, one that really doesn't fit kind of our traditional ammo bullet reloading tool kind of thing oh but one that we have all been using here for the last several months uh <laughs> it is our new hit jason's, target impact jason's. indicator yeah and so i do just enough prs shooting and that kind of stuff to be dangerous and you know as uh as we all know you get out there sometimes it's hard to tell if you actually hit it or not and um 
so a couple of the matches, they were putting some different target indicators that are out there, and and they're great. They work well. Mm-hmm. They're also expensive. I mean, they range from 50 to $200. $200. And it's like, this cannot be this hard. And so we've got a young engineer that we came back and tasked him with. And the goal is to have these things as close to a $10 price point as we can get. Mm-hmm. And so these are our new hit indicators. And... They come with a rubber band that you can put around, and we want them on the target stand, not on the target. So you put it on the target stand, so you're still maybe going to shoot them. And we're okay if you do, because we'll make more. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's you, not a $200 unit that you just shot. not a $200 unit that you just shot. They're going to retail for about 22 bucks for two. Wow. So 22 bucks for two, about 49 bucks for five. And then if you are a match guy or you're setting up a match. Yeah, if you're a match director. We have a 50-pack. Yeah. And so... And if you buy them on the 50-pack, they're right around 9 bucks. So wow. you could actually go set up a match, you know, a smaller match or, or not. I mean, we sell you more than one 50-pack. Yeah, care. we don't. Hey, if you got a pasture yeah, and you're shooting sure. targets, great. Well, and that's what really, in my mind, you know, I think about my father, for example. He'd go out to the hayfield and shoot 1,200 yards. Well, that's cool, but did, did you hit it? Did I don't you know. you got to go drive the four-wheeler down there to see. And now you can see this thing to a half a mile or beyond with the naked eye and then behind the scope. It's, it's as clear it's as a bell. Blinding. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing, it, it is blinding. You don't want to, um, they didn't charge this one, so I didn't make a fool of myself on camera, but um, it also has a USB port. <laughs> to charge so, it. So you can charge it that way, or you can have a battery pack on it. I mean, if you're worried about a match, you mm-hmm. can plug this thing into a battery pack and it'll last a long time. Although we did have this one sitting outside in the range all winter and they went back out this spring when they were testing it. They'd work. forgotten it, that it was there and it was still charged. Yeah. yeah. So we don't really know how long that charge is <laughs> A long last. time. A long yes, time. and many. Yeah. Uh, but for the match director, you know, with all these guys running hot rod sixes and now little 22s 22. like the 22 yeah. arc, there's no excuse not to have one of these on every target past seven or 800 yards. They're just 600 yards. Just yeah. as cheap yeah. as they are. That's what I've been yep. saying that for a while now. They work so well. And the fact that it doesn't have to attach to the target you know, if you put it on like a T post, for example, is kind of the ideal solution. But a yeah, fire hose, stand. any of the st- any of the yep. other attachment mm-hmm. pieces. I sure. Mean, uh, Walt Prue used them out in Colorado, and he put them on the fire hose. Works great. Yep. They yep. use an accelerometer to to sense the the impact, and then it gives you the flash. And the cool part, what we didn't talk about, is the hit. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, the hit. It flashes Morse code. Hit? For hit, yeah. yeah, which we didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> engineer Matt told, told me. Told us, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, that's a great idea. You, it, it way does? to go!" Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, because yeah. when's the last time you tried to read Morse code? But yeah, it's been I mean, a while. and we were actually kind of stuck on the name for the product, and then he told us that Morse code for hit, and like, well, that's what that's what we're be. going now. Yeah. That so, and that that just that little tiny snapshot right there just kind of should help show our consumer that as a engineering group, as a ballistic development group, as a as a IT, accounting, marketing, sales, it doesn't matter. If you're at Hornady, you're a user of the product and it shows right there. Like who would think of that? Uh, but it's somebody that shoots and, and somebody that's involved and that's, that's just cool. <laughs> yep, yeah. That's fun. And I know Seth said this was the last new product, but stand by because we're going to have a whole bunch of 75th anniversary stuff. Oh, for and sure. So you tin just, signs. Tin and- signs and signage and lights and hats and, and uh, you know, shirts and all that stuff. So. Start checking our website when you get time because we're going to have a whole bunch of those other things that are just kind of fun for 75 years. We're really proud of that fact. Absolutely. And, uh, probably none of us will be working here at the, the hundreds. So, um, well, you guys might. You guys I'm, are all kind of young. I but. might. Depends on when I get to retire. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> at this rate, never. <laughs> but, it, but, but it's been fun, you know, 
tangential to this conversation. Yeah. The 75th has been kind of fun to, I mean, we've had a lot of history. We've got a lot of archival footage, but it's really fun to go back and look through that. And, uh, I mean, he's sitting right here and, you know, his dad's just down the hall, but it's fun to see this little bit of Americana that, that started in 1949, you know, grow and develop into what it was. Cause this company started at the, the heyday of America, you know, post-World War II and it was all based on one man's vision for making better products because he himself wanted to use them. Mm-hmm. And the company is still doing that today. So, it, you know, cause I'm still 18 year old me that gets to look at what we sure. do for a living and it's kind of fun. So it's been interesting mm-hmm. to, to do that. So that, yeah. Right be a lot here in stuff. Nebraska. Yep. yep. Right. Right in the heart of the country. It is. And, and it's really remarkable. You don't see, or I don't see very many third generation companies with a fourth generation on the horizon that have gotten progressively better every single generation yeah, and have that's, grown. That's rare. He's Seth's right get, here. Seth's getting Seth. a raise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, before this diverges, is there anything else for new products 2024 that we missed or that you guys want to mention? We got, we got more coming. There's yep. more oh. in the future. So, Oh my gosh. Yep. Need more bandwidth, but there's more coming. Yep. There sure is. Awesome. Well, thanks guys. I really appreciate the time here. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast on 2024 new products. If you want more information, check them out at hornady.com, and we'll catch you on the next one.